Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. It's Bed of Praise featuring Ayana Almaswan, Mono Ingoele, right here on 657 AM, Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You are on Heart to Heart this afternoon. And we're joined on the line by Claudia Munyai, who is our educational psychologist. Claudia, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mpo, and a beautiful good afternoon to our listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, and a happy new year. Happy new year. Welcome back. Yes, we are back. We are back. <laughs> we are back and ready. Back and ready. <laughs> and, and just, you know, not by choice, but just hitting the ground running, especially on your end. Definitely. I mean, really, it's just that thing of, yeah, let's get into it. We shall see. (laughs) We shall see as we go. And it's all about just, you know, what I always say, let's ride the waves. Let's see as we go. Let's move with the flow of things. Let's move with the flow of things. Now, we are talking today about, you know, transitioning back um but back to school in a sense you know that back to school transition and it's not just the kids that have to transition we also have to transition but how do we help them ease into that back to school routine because things were quite different in december very very important indeed um the transition is very different for the children at their different ages of development the little ones are always good and ready to go they are very excited you know if if it's a first day of school in terms of big school they are so excited um as well as if you're going to a high school if there's this nervousness that oh my gosh um it's a first day of school for 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 myself in high school Whereas the the teenagers also, where you find that it's a matter of um, first day, we are now going to be um, catching up, you know, on what we were up to during the holidays. So that whole thing is happening right now as we speak throughout our nation, throughout our country, whereby children are now just, you know, trying to tap back into the, 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 the stream of things of coming back to school. And it is different for us at different um stages of development hmm. it, it really really is and what are those things that that we can do as as as, as parents i mean i have recently you know they would obviously <laughs> see but i said you know sometimes they obviously have um you want to stick to a certain routine that at this time you go to bed and and but i mean you default quite a lot especially during the holidays because you just you just want them to enjoy a little bit, but now you're back to that eight thirty or eight o'clock lights off type of setup. How do I ensure that I, you know, do it, um, you know, in a not forcefully, but in a way that does not necessarily feel like punishment, if I'm making sense. 
Yeah, and for what I like about what you said in the introduction is that it's not just um, transitioning or easing back to school for our children, but it is also for us as parents or, or as guardians. So the very same challenge that you are experiencing, whereas now you're no longer only preparing yourself, you are having to prepare the other individual and ensure that they are ready. One needs to be aware of that and also aware of the frustrations that might come because now I'm governing another person and not just only myself. So now um, the whole routine, it is something that this first week of school is what we are now going to be busy with. It's going to be a bit challenging at first. Like you are saying, we are coming back from the whole slumpish type of, um, you know, kind of behavior of the holidays and just sleeping in, you know. So now these first few days of school it's us now kicking back um, into routine of um, sleeping time, which is very important because if I sleep at the right time, I'll be able to wake up at the right time. And um, another thing is also getting ready for the next day, preparing mm. the day before for the next day. So that whole thing, we need to now get back into the gear of saying, okay, fine, my books are ready for tomorrow not getting the books ready tomorrow for tomorrow. <laughs> so the, <laughs> they are ready the day before, the clothes are ready the night before, everything is ready the night before because mom and dad, also you need to get yourself ready while at the same time getting them ready. But having them prepared the night before helps us to ease into things in the next morning without having to shout and scream at one another. Have you finished brushing your teeth? Did you finish eating your breakfast? Hey, kumbinai, or let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, because now you are the one who's shuttling them to school. So now that is the very important aspect of it, ensuring that certain things are in place for the day tomorrow. So that mm -hmm. is what we call the preparation phase. And then what is also important is reinforcing um, 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 good habits uh, because now this is the week where we are now going to get into gear as I'm saying the more we do it the more I'll be ready by next week you'll see everyone will be doing things very smoothly if we are going to practice them and, and continue with it throughout the week so we are going to reinforce those good habits when I come back from school what do I do um, what is the nature of things that need to be done according to our homes in coming back to school? Because that will also prepare me for the next day of school. Sure. Very, very um, nice in actual fact. It's uh, Radio Pulpit, Claudia Manyai. Uh, that is her voice this afternoon on 657 AM. Um, she's an educational psychologist, uh, really transitioning back to school for parents, for children, uh, particularly making it easier for our kids to transition back. You speak of reinforcing these good habits, uh, and yeah. it's important, but how do we sustain and maintain them throughout the year? Because I find that, I mean, my five-year-old went to big school for the first time, grade R, and yeah. I, you know how it is in the beginning, Claudia, you read every newsletter to the T, not that you won't throughout the year, but if they say a healthy <laughs> snack, you stick to it. But how do I also make sure on my end as a mom, I keep those good habits. If they said, um, they're like, don't, she mustn't bring juice, but she must bring water. That's what they're encouraging, a bottle of water instead of a bottle of juice, a healthy snack, 
you know, because you're a, I mean, I'm new at this, I'm excited and I'm sticking to the rules. How do we ensure that we maintain this uh, and just ensure that our kids do the same thing? Very important. Um, Mpo, if you'd remember in our discussions, it's the importance of having a relationship with the teacher. So there are reasons why our teachers tell us that, hey, we must have water and not juice and so forth and so forth. It's because of the school environment and the energy levels of our children during the school day. And they need to be able to um, govern with your child throughout the day and ensure that there is learning instead of just only saying, Claudie, sit down, Claudie, you know, <laughs> Claudie, behave yourself. <laughs> so now the, those habits of, of saying we are carrying a healthy snack and um, um, we are drinking water, that is the same thing that needs to happen when we come back home. When we come back home, we greet one another, but let's introduce the water again. Let's have those healthy snacks ready. Now with the kids, obviously... Um, if they are younger, it's always that thing of, oh, I know where the junk food is kept so I can, you know, sneak in and sure. grab it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I know parents will try and hide certain things. But one thing I have found is that the more you hide things is the more you create that desire to go and actually take it. <laughs> and I'll use mm. the word take. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very specific by the word take. <laughs> so now, yeah, it's a psychological um, thing that the more you deny yourself certain things and the more you tell yourself no, 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 it's the more you actually want, want, want. So now, instead of saying no, 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 rather say that this is how we're going to have it. So first we have this and then we can have that. And when you are able to do this, then you will be able to receive X, Y, Z, a lollipop or so-and-so. So now they are going to look forward to it. So it's not a denied factor. It's just a matter of I just need to make sure that I go the healthy route first and then I will reward myself with that awesome, delicious snack or that chocolate bar or whatever that is there. And having that in, 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 in ingrained in our children you will see that it is something that will translate even as they grow into high school. Mm. Yeah, it will definitely translate um, into high school. And how important is modeling these things um, as, as parents? Because I I think we've, we've touched on this before, how they do yeah. what we do and not necessarily what we say. <laughs> definitely <laughs> they are watching us they are watching us i see my niece also come to me and say auntie what is that she knows exactly what it is but now i need to articulate it to her what it is because i am enjoying something that she is not so now it's very very important that when we are now showing and teaching i mean, sorry when we are teaching we must also show how it is done. So it's very important that we go in that route. Umpo. So now I can't enforce to my child and say you must eat healthily when I am not showing that and how it is done. Because remember, it's very important that our children model our behavior from the way we respond to situations and the way we do things. They pick it up, they take it in, they do. The same thing sometimes in a different way, depending on their 
characteristics and personalities. However, they are watching us. So it's very important to also be aware to say that as a parent, I am raising an individual. So therefore, I need to set that example. So in as much as we are drinking water, we are eating healthy snacks, we are eating this and that and that form of way. It is very, very good to have such routines as part of the family nature, you know, that this is what is done in this family. This is how we do it in our family so that they know and understand when they step into the gates that this is what we are going to do at home. This is what is expected of us at home because this is how we do our things at home. Mm, I love that. This is how we do our things at home, and it's important. And I guess as well, the our shopping list needs to reflect the ultimate goal that we're trying to attain at the end of the day. Definitely, definitely. Indeed. I mean, I cannot fill, <laughs> I cannot fill the couch <laughs> with snacks and then go home and expect them um, not to touch those snacks. So when we are going shopping, if you are able to do so, let's go shopping together. Let's explore the 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 the, the, the grocery um, section together and see what are what are we now going to try. We've done um, this type of cereal. Do we now want to try a different kind of cereal? We've now gone through this type of vegetable. Do we now want to try something different and do it in a different way? So rather than um, making shopping something very boring and pedantic, um, let it be at a, a time and space where possible. And I'm very, very, I'm stressing where possible because it's not always possible. But let it be a time and space where we are exploring the different kind of things that we are bringing into our bodies together. Um, it, it is fun, you know, just going shopping and say, hmm, huh, you know, what, what can we try this with? With the little ones also, because now we are taking them away from that thing of, mommy, 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 can I have, 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 look, see, 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 <laughs> you know, type of a thing. <laughs> Instead, we are together in, oh, look at that. You know, um, uh, uh, it's a watermelon. What does it taste like? Juicy. You know, we are exploring the senses together. We are exploring the different kinds of food that we can make at home together. And guess what, Mpo? We are also learning. Hmm. So we often think that learning only takes place in the books, but we can even learn in the grocery shops. Because now we can even count, learning how to count there, learning how to spell certain things if we want to for the little ones. For the older ones and the teenagers, it's just a matter of saying, oh, now, girl or boy, so this is what you have done last time. How about we try this one? Because now remember with teenagers, they are also transitioning and there's a lot of change. And with change, we try out certain things and we decide what works and what no longer works. I love that. So we're now looking for opportunities to not only spend time. I mean, we're getting opportunities to, to spend time, opportunities to learn whilst getting healthy. Yeah. We're taking so many boxes all at once. And yep. sure. <laughs> that's how we do it. I mean, if, if we are now going to put learning and um, schooling in a particular box or even um, relationship development in a particular box or in a particular framework, it's not going to work because we are, we are people who are very 
malleable and we need to go with the flow of things and how we actually grow so we can't just say that learning just happens when i sit down on a chair and open a book not all of us learn like that and maybe we can even explore that one time um when um, people now start to understand their learning styles also so tintillate or i think that's the word <laughs> tintillate although you know uh, just um touch on the senses that uh, i have i have different senses and just activate all of those senses wherever i go as a child and and that is how I thrive as a child when all of my senses are touched on and, and, and you know they are you know we, we are working with them smell touch see how can how many are they you know what does it feel like what does it sound like all of that hmm sure loved love 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 <laughs> and this it's, it's really really opening our eyes as parents to do better going forward thank you so much claudia much much appreciated thank you thank you thank you um how do we get a hold of you on social media or any other platform um i am available on facebook um i'm also available on instagram it is cm it psych um cm it psych um, but if you want to interact, send messages, I'm more readily available on the WhatsApp um, number, which is 079-1830467. And if you want to know more about um, educational psychology, CM Educational Psychology, you are welcome to browse on www.claudimunyai.co.za. Lovely. Thank you so very much. Um, truly, truly appreciated. Claudia Munyai, we really appreciate you and we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Have an awesome, awesome day ahead. You too. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.